This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here we go. Hour two of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Now, uh, coming up just a little bit later on in the show, how insane is it that Lamar Jackson has no suitors so far? We'll give you the full breakdown on that. Chiafalo has some non-sports coming up at 3.40. And at 4 o'clock, Andrew Lopez covers the Pelicans for ESPN. The Mavs visit the Pelicans tonight, so we'll talk with Andrew coming up at 4. Here's Wolchuk with the latest on the Cowboys. Thank you very much. We know the Cowboys are slightly over the cap, right? So they're going to have to make some moves to get under it. That could be just restructures. We expect them to probably do that with Dak Prescott. Might be some other players that they end up doing that with. But the Landry hat ended up having uh, some numbers on some players that they could move on from that would be, quote-unquote, easy cuts that they could save $18 million with in cap space. So I'm going to throw these names at you. You guys say, all right, what do you think? And uh, should the Cowboys do this? Do you think they will do this? And we start with a name that we've talked about a lot, and that would be running back Ezekiel Elliott. If the Cowboys make the move on Zeke, they can go ahead and save $10.9 million by cutting him. Post-June 1. Yep, post-June 1. And now they've already committed $10.9 million by tagging Tony Pollard. So, I mean, if you've, you've got money committed to Pollard, you are owing Zeke that much money. And he, I mean, Jerry did say maybe he'd like to bring Zeke back, but it's not going to be at that price tag. So regardless, they're going to do something with that contract, whether Zeke is outright cut or they just reduce it. But that's an easy way by moving on from Ezekiel Elliott that they can go ahead and save a big chunk of coin. Yeah, I think you post-June won that. And then if you do want him back at league minimum or he wants to try to make the team out of camp as a fullback or a third back or something, then you sign him for league minimum. But that that would be the the absolute only way I, I think it would be a good idea to have him back. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him coming back. I really don't. I, I think this is all this, you know, some posturing and, you know, hey, we like the player and all that. I I, I – I think this I think this thing is over for Ezekiel Elliott. I, I really do. do. Yeah. The next name would be Jordan Lewis. And Jordan Lewis has one year left on his deal. And if you cut him, he can create nearly five million dollars in cap space. Wow. He signed a three year deal. He's only going to count five point eight million against the cap, but the potential cap savings are four point seven million and it would be just a one million dollar dead money charge. What was his injury? Uh, was it an ACL? I thought it was. It was definitely a lower body a, injury. Yeah, I didn't a, know. I think I was thinking it was a foot. Liz Frank, yeah. yes, Liz Frank, Frank, and yeah. that that can be months. But he'll he'll probably be back for for camp and be at a hundred percent. 
I, I think you need corners so bad that at five million bucks, you you keep Jordan Lewis for the depth factor and the security of knowing you have at least a guy that's sufficient as a starter. Right. I move on. I play bland inside right there. I might even consider DJ Turner a a drafty or draft pick from Mi- Michigan Michigan guy uh, that that ran had super combine numbers. He's a good nickel player. He could play outside. I, I kind of feel like he's a guy that's got a little bit more quickness to him and stuff. So I'm I'm going for a little bit cheaper guy that I feel like could 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 take his spot and be good. But also like Bland playing inside. So I'll take the money if I can. Well, and didn't we just see? Wasn't one of the cool things they did at the end there was McQuamu yeah. started doing right. some nickel. So if you have a guy like Bland, and then who knows with McQuamu, like if Donovan Wilson's not coming back and. Maybe the role for McQuamu becomes a little bit more safety specific. I, I don't know exactly how that type of thing would work out, but at least you know he's a guy that's capable of doing it p- plus bland. So this is one that I would be certainly open to. I could see you going either way here because you need as much corner depth as possible, but coming off the injury, saving $5 million, having two young guys already on the roster, you assume you're going to draft another guy as well. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, I, I could see you moving on from him. And then it's Neville Gallimore. Definitely. Now, I believe I saw somewhere that the Cowboys were like, we're not going to move on from Neville. They see upside and potential still with him. But D-tackle is still arguably one of the weaker positions on the Cowboys roster. He's part of the reason why, though. Yeah, I don't I mean, Neville, Neville played horrible last year, and he came in out of shape uh, at training camp. But you can save He was point, in the doghouse for sure. He was. You can save uh, just under $3 million dollars if you were to cut Neville Gallimore. So it's not a huge cap savings, but it's something. That's significant. Did they give him a second contract? How are you saving his three mil, deal. really? Oh, that's a no-brainer and then. I think, it, uh, I think this might be the last year of his rookie contract. Yeah, you know, I I think that one is fairly easy for me. At, at three million, that's a significant chunk of change. You know, I was assuming he was around league minimum kind of guy, but no, we can we can make something happen with three million bucks. Yeah, I mean, you could See sign you later. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what you signed, what, Leighton Van Der Esch for last yeah. year, yeah. roughly? one year. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if Gallimore still has some nice seasons in him. If he gets focused and gets in shape, he's got potential. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's clear now he's not going to be a star, and he has focus issues, you know, and, and, and in crucial years in his career where he's got the talent to make $15 bucks a year, he's like, I'll just come in out of shape. What is that? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've waited every year for him to be that guy. He's not that guy. You no. just move on from that. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, I don't think – I think every time I watched him, he's getting blown off the football last year. But that yeah. takes a team to maybe admit they were wrong about a relatively high draft pick. Wasn't he a third? Was he a third-round pick. Third-round pick. pick. Yeah, but – like I say, he's he's kind of like they, every, we we've watched every defensive lineman somewhat grow under this Dan Quinn administration with AD and those guys coaching him up. You know this guy like Gavin's talking about. We talk every year. It's like oh Neville Gallimore never and then he he, he just pees down his leg. So no. And they moved on from say, Tristan Hill, yeah. who was a second rounder. Move, just move on. And he was a healthy scratch yeah, multiple just, times yeah. Yeah. last move on. year. Move on. And they they were able to find something with Chauncey Golston at the end of last year. Sure he, he really started to come on mm-hmm. by kicking inside. So uh yeah, and I think you got some options. There's some actual good DTs in this draft class as well that you could probably take, you know, fourth or fifth round in day three as well if you wanted to attack that. Now, you know, we talk a lot about adding players. Who are some guys on this Cowboys current roster right now that are maybe under the radar? Do we think the Cowboys can get anything out of them? 
Can they be guys that can step up internally and provide value at all? And we start with Kevontae Turpin. Is Kevontae Turpin just like a fan dream? Is this dude ever going to add more value than just a returner? Didn't Gavin talk about this yesterday that maybe that, or a day before, that with Turpin, it's kind of like you're with Kellen Moore here. He wasn't going to get the opportunity. I think it was Wolchuk that brought that up okay. on the Jets I know, sweep. I know, yeah. I knew that Oh, there yeah. Was, I mean, that was basically it. But right? that's what I'm saying. We're all kind of talking about we're all talking about him because this morning we had this discussion on Cowboys Break, another show I was on this morning, and they were, you know, we were talking about bringing T.Y. Hilton back. Mm-hmm. I said, no, just Turpin. But, you know, just figure out how to use him instead of T.Y. Hilton. You know, um, I don't know if he can help on offense. Maybe with jet sweep type of stuff, I'll be I'll be rooting for it. I'm a huge fan. I just want him to get his punt return knack back. Like he should have housed three last year, maybe four. A couple kickoff and, returns, he went right yeah. into the kicker or he, a around, 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 around midfield. Yeah. He goes blind. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't know how to finish it off. So I don't need him to get involved in the offense to be a total stud and a huge help to this team if he can just finish the job of the returns that he sets up magnificently in the first 30 yards. I think a guy with that much speed, you've got to find some place to make him valuable to your offense. He does not have to be a key component necessarily, but especially for a team right now as it stands, we'll see what type of moves they make and what type of speed they bring in. But for a team that needs speed as bad as they do, there's got to be something you can incorporate that like is in the passing game here. Like you can, you can just tell him to sprint from one side of the field to the next and you can probably get open there and well, just, just ca- catch a, a big play. Yeah. Like the speed threat is something that this offense needs desperately. He's got the speed. And in a quick strike offense, that's a dude you just get him the ball, let him let him go make a play. So, I mean, that is somebody that they need to try and tap into and see if there's more potential there. Another couple receivers here are guy Simi Fajoko. And he's going into probably a make-or-break type year. He's a former fifth-round pick. Cowboys certainly love their draft picks. He's entering year three, 6'3", He had a really good training camp last year. It seemed like maybe he was starting to come on, and then he had the injury with the shoulder, and they pretty much IR'd him for the rest of the year. But is this a year that finally Simi Fajoko takes on a bigger role within the offense, or is he a guy that it's just not going to pan out? He is going to be my Noah Brown. Because I'm not re-signing Noah Brown. I'm mm. not bringing him back. So I need somebody, a bigger body, that could potentially make some plays in games but also play special teams. So I'm giving Simi Fajoko that opportunity. If in training camp he doesn't show the progress, show the ability to be the personal protector on the punt or any other thing, kickoff return, blocker, stuff like that, I'm totally moving on from him. But I'm giving him the role of Noah Brown since I'm moving on from Noah Brown. I think he's worth to keep working on because he's big and I think he's got good hands. Um, so I, 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 but I wouldn't plan on on making him my fourth or fifth guy. I want to I, I want to pepper this thing with guys that I know can play at the NFL level and let guy like Simi Fajoko work. You know, if it's going to take another year and try to break out in year four, but Fajoko, I impressed me a lot last year in camp, and he's somebody that I thought had nothing his rookie year. I was like, wow, this guy's good as Dunsky. Just ship him to the USFL yeah. now. But he looked like he, he was worth continuing to work on. How much do you save? No, this isn't like a, oh, oh, a cap oh, saving. Oh, this thing. is just can he step up? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm hopeful for it. We like him a lot. He's a good buddy Great of ours. Guy. I want him to become incredible, uh, but I can't necessarily bank on it. But I would give him the training camp to, to see what he can do. I definitely don't want Noah Brown back. I'm with Broadus on that 100%. <laughs> right. Uh, and then finally, I want to go to the offensive line. 
Could you see Matt Farniak stepping in and, and possibly being your starting left guard next year if they don't end up making other moves there? He would have to be, right? Didn't unless he, Tyron he, Smith's going to be your left yeah, tackle. Unless, and, unless uh, the Tyron Smith stuff, I think that's another football fib that they're telling you. Really? Uh, I don't know. I mean, one. I'm just I, there's there's I think there were some football fibs this past week that we're, we're we're dealing with right now. Good. I'm glad to hear that because Jeremy Fowler literally just had a thing that came out that says the Cowboys are working on a resolution to bring back Tyron Smith. Yeah. Could include a rework contract do 13.6 million in this final year. I hope you I hope you're right about that, man. Yeah, I hope you're totally right about that. I, I you know, to me, that's you know, that. I wanted to believe that playing Tyron Smith at right tackle was going to make this team better. It didn't. It didn't make them better in the running game. It absolutely did not. I mean, Terrence Steele was a much better player at right tackle than Tyron Smith was. And I didn't think I'd ever say that, but I just did. Mm. Yeah. It, I mean, goodness gracious. Tyron's was... not athletic any, anymore uh, to help you in the run game. Maybe you could go with their emphasis on – on, on emphasizing pass protection a little bit more because yeah. I think Tyron could still uh, protect the passer pretty good, especially but at his native left side. That might be a guy that they have on their current roster and that they don't have to go into the draft and be like, man, we've got to take one of these tackles. I, I just want to see I want to see Tyler Smith continue to play left tackle. I do too. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I just want to see him keep going. Uh, and then NFL.com has their boomer bus players in free agency. Number one on their list. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It, it will it will boom for, for probably 65% of the games that you have him until he gets hurt. You'll be like, oh, this is going great, man. Odell Beckham Jr., this is perfect. He's older now. He's great, leader and all this, and he's giving us the juice. And then he'll get hurt. You know, it's, just, it's, it's not even close to worth the risk. Well, Brian brought up something in the opening segment we should reset. What if it does come in under $10 million? You know, but... That would be respectful of the idea that there's a bus scenario here. Mm-hmm. The, the Cowboys appear to be heading strong into this you know, pursuit of Odell Beckham Jr. once again, and I'm just not okay with it. Yeah, and everywhere you look, all these free agent type articles that yeah, come the out. Fits, the best fits for each it's team. It's all it's always OBJ, OBJ to, the Cowboys. to the Cowboys. I mean, 100%. everybody's kind of just penciling this one in. This is no going secret. to happen. And yeah. Jerry Jerry definitely seems smitten yeah. with Odell Beckham See, I, Jr. I would call it almost like lazy journalism that we're all just assuming because there was so much noise last year. But when Jerry has said it himself, and when you have insiders saying, oh, no, this is you know what they have as far as their big ad, I, uh, I think – I think we can assume at this point that the favorite by far to sign Odell Beckham Jr. is the Cowboys. Thank you, Wolchuk. How insane is it that Lamar Jackson has no suitors so far? We got that story and more coming up next in the G-Bag Nation. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, nation. We have a tweet bomb here on the NFL's collusion against Lamar Jackson. Collusion it is, I believe. I think the only uh, question is, can the NFLPA prove that it's breaking a rule or a law? But I think NFL teams have decided if you want a fully guaranteed deal, our doors are closed to you. And if you call all 32 teams, you're going to hear the same thing. But Warren Sharp sum- summarizing it all in this fantastic uh, tweet, and we'll take your thoughts on Lamar Jackson at, at 877-881-1053. Segments brought to you by Soda, that's state-of-the-art, and the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck, so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable uh, for what happens when owner hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. Consultations always free, truckwreck.com. Here's Warren Sharp. You guys see this tweet? Yeah. I was surprised how long tweets go. Can we all tweet that long now? I don't oh, think no, I can. You, I no. think you can. You, you have, have to pay to, extra? I think you, you have to be you Twitter blue, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to uh, yeah. sign up for Twitter blue. And then you can kind of have your way with however long a paragraph you want to tweet. I okay. think, but I think there's some level. And it's of like ten bucks a month or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Warren Sharp tweets. Okay, let's see here. So Kyler gets two hundred and thirty million uh, with one hundred and eighty nine guaranteed after proving nothing and going twenty two and twenty three as a starter. Aaron Rodgers gets fifty mil a year with one hundred fifty guaranteed at thirty eight years old, and Deshaun Watson gets two hundred thirty guaranteed over. After over 20 lawsuits were filed against him, and he set out a full season, you're telling me there are a half dozen teams, most of which have been terrible for years, posted terrible records last year, had to cycle through two to three quarterbacks because they have no elite options and have no franchise quarterback on the roster, can all decide in less than an hour they don't want a 26-year-old quarterback in his prime? who won the MVP, whose team spent the number one least on offense of any team in the NFL the last four years, whose team gave him the number two cheapest wide receiver core to work on, with whose running back rooms were decimated by injuries two straight years, 
who had to do virtually everything for his team to will them to win, who was 46-19 and 19 as a starter, who still took his team in the toughest conference in football to a number three AFC seed in 2022 at 8-4 before the injury, number three AFC seed in 2021 at 8-3 before injury, number five AFC seed in 2020, and 11-5 and number one seed in 2019 at 14-2. But you have no interest in talking to this guy? You have no interest in negotiating directly with him? You have no interest in proposing a deal to see what happens. And you decided all of that within 60 minutes of the Ravens giving him the non-exclusive tag because you have such a buttoned-up organization that is always forward-thinking and ahead of the curve that you knew instantly that trying to sign Lamar Jackson wouldn't possibly give you more future upside than the flawless course you've plotted for your franchise. Smells like some BS to me. Warren Sharp drops the mic, drops a bomb, and walks out of the room. I think it's I, disingenuous to say it was a one-hour decision. They, yeah, these, yeah. these decisions have been talked about this, for weeks and weeks and weeks. This is a response to the Haslam's in Cleveland. Yeah, is what this is. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, this decision this, has been building since the Deshaun this, Watson this, deal. There yeah. was, I am sure, there was a time when the Watson deal was done that they had an, a league meeting where it was owners only. One of those meetings where mm-hmm. it was just is that anything like farmers only. It could be. Okay. It could be. Uh, but uh, the the <laughs> Higher tax bracket. Exactly. Very higher tax bracket. (laughs) But uh, the the, the owners only meeting, I have a feeling that the Haslam's were, I think they were called out in this meeting. Mm -hmm. I think they were called out. And I think there's a lot of owners of these clubs that remember that meeting and remember like, listen, you ever pull that again? There's going to be more issues here. Yeah, you. If any one of you pull this again, there's all, going to all be all the a, owners are just going to hate. Exactly. You. Isn't that against the rules? Isn't that price fixing? Isn't I, that collusion? I, I can't. You know what? I am just saying. I guarantee. I, I shouldn't say guarantee. I because there are no guaranteed contracts in there, this league. But there's no guarantee when they get into the when they get into those owners only meetings. I. Trust me, they only they, Don Van Nata what goes down in yeah, those. Yeah, they talk about like what are we doing? Why are you doing this? What you know, I'm trying to make my damn team better. Well, why are you guaranteeing contracts? You know, we've talked yeah. about this. They're all taking care of each Jimmy, other to keep to keep yeah. prices low. Yeah. yeah. And and that's 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 how they run their businesses. Yeah. That's how they run. And is it collusion? Sure. Absolutely. Maybe it it's not against the law, but I, I would think the NFLPA is going to have a significant grievance coming in the next hours they, they, or they weeks. They have to prove, they have to be able to prove that they had a meeting where the owners talked about this, where yeah. the Haslams were taken to task for the contract that they gave up. We, we've seen it with the, with the baseball, with Cohen, right? With the Mets. Mm-hmm. They're like, the owners are bitching at him and he's like I, I don't care what you guys say well we we just saw this with Kaepernick like seven years ago and they right. said oh no it's all teams just independently deciding they don't want him and there they ended go. up writing a check for that it's a tighter it's a tighter group in the NFL owners than it is other ownership groups tighter tighter when I mean they they're they're, they, they're lockstep with what they do yeah. They're billionaires. And they'll handle it with lawyers. Every, yeah, yeah, every one of them is a billionaire that sits in that room. But what we're not going to do is have back-to-back years where fully guaranteed deals get dropped on quarterbacks because now that's a trend. As long as it stays at one, yep. that's a mistake that Cleveland made. We, right. could, yeah. we, we could survive one. We can't survive two or three or four. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even going back to Kyler's deal last year, 
right? He got eight hundred nine, eight one hundred eighty nine and a half million of his two hundred and thirty million dollar contract guaranteed. And I think Arizona's probably thinking, "Crap, we might have made a big mistake here." Yeah. So I mean, I I think it is a little bit of a reaction to one, yes, uh, Deshaun Watson's contract. What the hell were the Cleveland Browns doing? Arizona with Kyler Murray might be thinking uh, we shouldn't have done that. Aaron Rodgers, that contract cer- certainly is not looking great right now for Green Bay. So, I mean, we talk about all the time, who's the team that eventually is going to go ahead and reset this market? Well, this is the NFL owners banding together and saying, we're not doing the guaranteed crap anymore, guys. And right or wrong, that's what they're basically telling Lamar Jackson. Now, it doesn't yeah. change the fact that Lamar should definitely be helping See, all of these teams that don't have a quarterback, and they should be yeah. interested in him. No, you're. It, it's fascinating to me that they can draw such a strong line on guaranteed contracts for a guy that's won the MVP, but this is the same league giving $40 million to guys like Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like just a few more you million can, up, but it, it's the guaranteed idea that the yes. NFL is most scared of. Yeah, you you don't they, – they don't want to get into what they're seeing with – Every year on July uh, Jan, uh, July first, when it's Bobby Bonilla Day, and guys are still getting paid for not playing, you know they don't want to. The, the owners, the NFL owners, don't want to be like basketball and baseball, where they're paying out these massive contracts, deferred, 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 well, you know, to players that aren't playing anymore. And on top of that, I, I do think it's a mistake from the player's perspective. Now, maybe it's not for Lamar Jackson because he plays the game in a running way. But for most quarterbacks, if you've won the MVP, you're going to get more and more chances. And the way that it's officiated, it's going to protect you. Like, what is the injury that's going to take away your employability? At quarterback, it's it's very rare, you know? Um, I guess shoulder, you could have some of that. But the way that you throw a football, like... Dak just came back from the most catastrophic, and two years later, he's playing at a very high level again, comparatively to what he was. So, if you're like, "Well, I need a guarantee against the injuries," you, you really don't. You're gonna get two hundred million dollars, and you know you're driving a massive wedge. Now, some guys are intent on extracting maximum value. This is negotiation. I'm going for mine, and I'm not taking a penny less. But what do you give up in the meantime? You're giving up playing for Baltimore. Maybe you don't want to play for Baltimore. But no team wants you at this point. So at, at some point, I think from the players, you have to say, maybe like I'm going to have five mansions and three yachts already, I, and I want to get my career going like Patrick Mahomes did. I kind of feel like Baltimore, by tagging him the way they did, is trying to encourage somebody to come get him. Oh, yeah, they want the two picks. Well, I'd rather have the well, two picks. I, I, would, I, would even, I would even do it to a point where I would, I would, I would say – Listen, you can move on, and and if you could get another team to agree to renegotiate his deal, I'll take one pick. Hmm. I'll take one pick. You don't have to give me two. I'll take one. Is that allowed? Sure, it is. Absolutely. Well, if that was allowed, then the Dolphins would be allowed to be in on the this week. Well, I think first it has round to pick, be a first, first round, round pick, pick for pick this year. This year. Oh, so as long as it's yeah, so it doesn't have, have to one be two. Yeah. You can you can negotiate. You can negotiate this. Interesting. You can negotiate this. But it's All also right. going to be tough for a team to 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 feel like okay, I'm going to offer a contract to Lamar that is one going to beat what Baltimore 
you know, it's it's going to be one that's so big that Baltimore's not going to just match it. You might and force also, him. And also, I have to come to grips with now I'm paying an extreme amount of money that I know Baltimore won't match, and I'm giving up two first round picks. That's a lot for a team no, no. to decide you they want to do. He signs the he signs the he signs the the deal. I'll trade him to you. I won't I won't hold you up. I won't hold you up here at all. You gotta have a lot of conversations with that GM over there. That's what I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. You you want this to go away? If you're, you're doing this as a partner between teams, not adversarial. We're right. not stealing your player. Nope. We're taking them off your hands. Right. And you're telling us what the number is that right. you're not going to match. We're not going to be able to afford what this guy wants, and we don't want to pay him a guaranteed contract. And what you might do to see, you might you might force him not to want a guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. You want to be out of here? You want to get a big deal? We'll sign you, but we ain't guaranteeing any money. Mm-hmm. And it might be he might say, okay. We'll do that. I'm not looking for guaranteed money on this deal. Just taking away the the guaranteed contract. Say it's just one of these run of the mill like big time contracts that these quarterbacks probably are could getting. do it. Probably get this done. Are, do you feel like there's a team that absolutely should be doing it? If you're a decision maker for a team, I think are you guaranteed- making this decision for Lamar Jackson, this specific player off some of these specific injuries, knowing that he's specifically been not good when it comes to playoffs? Are you willing to give up two first-round picks and a bunch of money to him? Is there a team that you feel like this should be a no-brainer for you? Because honestly, like I just I don't know that it would be one that I would want to make as a as a team decision maker. If I'm Washington, commanders. I think that would be the yeah. one. Commanders, one. commanders always come to mind for me on this one. The commanders always come to mind to me. On I this would one. throw the Jets in there as well. Yeah, Jets, Miami, teams that have good rosters now that could win, yeah. but just don't have a quarterback, and they're about to watch like Hall of Fame level players just spend the next five years out of the playoffs. They're like, we got to win now. We can't be patient anymore. I could see uh, a couple of teams if, that making a lot of sense for. If I was, if I was the say Jeff Bezos, and I just bought the Washington Commanders, I'd absolutely be in on this deal. So Washington, New York, and Miami seem like Listen, the three think teams. About this, but the, we're not going to be upset at any other team for about, not making this move. Think I don't about think so. I think any team that needs a quarterback should How be about interested. Denver last, if Denver was one year early on doing this, think about last year. Denver, yeah. what they did, they're one year early. If 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 Lamar Jackson was available available to them last year. I don't think they have Russell Wilson at quarterback. The only other way I wouldn't do it is if I have a top five pick, and it looks like the top three quarterbacks might go in the top three or four picks. So if I had a top five pick and I'm thinking I can get one of the top three quarterbacks who are pretty similarly graded, then I'm I, I'm wanting that. But well, There's your rookie deal. Yeah. But, but you're talking about, too, you might be in a situation where the good teams don't like the, the commanders and the Jets, the Jets with lost six, seven games to end. The Jets at one point in time were like seven and three and then lost like seven or eight straight games. And most and of that's because, because the they feel like the quarterback sucks. Yeah, so the right. quarterback. And they can yeah. never get the quarterback position right. So here's a guy that's 46 and 19 as a starter. Yeah. Clearly wins games. You've yeah. got a roster that's ready to go. If I was a general manager them. that was in trouble. I'd absolutely do. But you have deal. to you have to understand the risk in two first round picks and a guy that not has, my has ended next, his last two seasons. Not injured. my problem if next you're, year. If you're in the next year, not my problem. I totally understand that. This if guy could guy save my job. Like if you're Douglas, this guy with could the be Jets Tom right Brady. Now, this guy could be Tom Brady. This could be this could be my guy that saves my my job. I was going to get fired. Yes, you know, I was or your get, Matt Stafford. F yeah, them look, pick. Yeah, exactly. with Rogers, if Rogers doesn't work out and I'm the Jets, they can never seem to get it right with drafting a quarterback. I'm gambling yeah. on Lamar Jackson. Okay, cool. Okay. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree, but I think it's a fair but conversation. You're it up, is yeah, good. But for this specific player who keeps getting injured and has shown time and time again in the playoffs That's what I'm with a really good Ravens team and organization and usually a good defense and, a, and one of the best coaches in the league consistently shows up and he's 1-3 in the playoffs. Like I do think it's a fair thing to ask. I'm going to give yeah. you a ton of money. I'm going to give up two first 
first-round picks, and you're like the last two seasons tell me you're going to get hurt this year. Well, let me tell you and your this. entire crew tells me if I make it to the playoffs with you, we're not going to do much in the way of winning. Let me tell you this, though, Eric. You know, I, I appreciate what you're saying to me on this, but I, I'm about to get fired. I'm about to get fired. I, I, you know, I don't have time for injury and all this stuff. If this guy comes in and saves my job, I'm okay. Yeah, I, and I'm saying that like you, you and I are working together on a right. team, right? Sure. And you're, I'm not saying it right, like you know, I'm yeah. being mean. Yeah, I'm just saying you say that, you make that logic coming to me is you're the assistant general manager. Mm-hmm. You're saying, Brian, you can't do this deal. You can't do this because this, 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 and that. And I'm kind of going, Eric, we're about to get fired. Yeah. I don't I don't have time for you to tell me about injury and probability and all that. Go we make need, the Hall of Fame here, we, buddy. We need a damn quarterback. And if cool. we don't get one, we're, we're all bleeped gone. anyway. We're, we're gone. Yeah. Oklahoma is not going to risk life with legalized cannabis recreationally. They voted yesterday sixty two to thirty eight, almost a two to one. They put up the big stop sign on the legal pot there in mm. uh, in Oklahoma. Still legal for medical, though, and about 10% of the state's adult residents have a medical card, so uh, that's where they stand. I know a lot of people were asking us there in the text on that. <laughs> I did see a, a study by the CDC. One state over. <laughs> 57% of Americans now say they would support a ban on selling tobacco products. 59 support legalizing cannabis. So we've made a shift... Uh, on on what we're uh, telling people they can and can't put in their bodies, right there. No, no on tobacco more so than cannabis. Now a national survey that's pretty outstanding. But Jeez. very few. There's 21 states that have gone legally re- recreationally now. Uh, so we're about to hit the halfway point on that as well. Hey, you guys, have you seen a movie called Thank You for Not Smoking? It's old as hell, like 2005. Yeah, I remember that. Fantastic, right yeah. there. Yeah. Figure out why the uh, tobacco industry is all in your grill right now. <laughs> yes, they are all in my grill. They're all actually. in your grill. Yes, sir. Andrew Lopez covers the Pelicans for ESPN, and he's going to join us coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll talk to him about what the Mavs need to do to get a, a win in New Orleans this evening. Non, No, we're doing sports with Chia Follow next. What are we doing next? Where does the <laughs> month of March rank on your personal sports calendar? I think we're in for an absolute doozy this year. That's next. Thank you very much, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on the Fan Time. Now for Eric Chiafalo to entertain us with some sports. Here he is, the Chief. All right, we got some stuff here. 877-881-1053. Uh, where does Mark rank, uh, March rank on your sports month's power ranking list? Mark's pretty high up there for me. Mark is uh, well, he's a fan favorite. He always has been. I did just see that John Moran apparently will not be facing criminal charges stemming from the Instagram Live video. So Yeah, Colorado concluded their investigation. Okay. No complaints, uh, no evidence of any wrongdoing, and they ended saying, you know, under our justice system, everybody is innocent until proven guilty. So, I can get behind that. Yeah, closure. It's not a bad idea. Okay. Shout uh, out to all those folks that hit me up yesterday. He should get the 50 games, Lou. You try to have his back. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah. He didn't even pull the trigger. No. Captain Jack pulled the trigger outside of a club. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, he did. All right. Yeah. Whew. Well, that is good news for John Morant. And certainly the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, now, I do think we're in for uh, uh, one hell of a march right now. Because when you add the idea of, of course, March Madness, and then you have the World Baseball Classic, Ooh. which we've determined is, what, once every three or four years? It's kind of been weird how they've done it. Uh, but having that right now is also pretty cool. And I did see the World Baseball Classic trophy. Dude, when we start talking about best trophies in all of sports, that WBC trophy is not one that I was familiar with. Pretty sexy, and huh? and now I like I wasn't familiar with the with the coolness that is the WBC trophy. Definitely worth a Google for you because that's that's a trophy I'd be down to win and feel like yeah oh, we dude. we this is one worth trying for. And, and whenever 
players start competing for their country, it just it makes things so different and special, uh, not only for the players, but the fans watching and the spectators. Now, March has has always been pretty good, not my favorite, but with the NBA coming down the stretch and NFL free agency, it right. is pretty dang outstanding. Now you add baseball not being as boring as it was. Mm-hmm. Okay, baseball is at least 25% better on top of that. So you we're actually able to get excited about baseball now instead of waiting for it to be a good TV product in, like, the playoffs. It might actually be good uh, sports content now. So March is coming on strong. I think I'm still going to say, like, November, World Series wrapping up. NBA's in swing. You have NFL and college football really getting to the heart of their season. That's still my favorite month, but March is coming on strong, Chief. Yeah, man. March is, I would say, I think October, November. I've always gone October for me. Mm-hmm. And it's just the fall. It just it gives me good positive vibes. You've got the NFL. You've got college footballs in the heart and the meat of its schedule as well. You start doing conference games. Uh, you've got the NBA and the NHL. They start their seasons off, and then the, the MLB postseason, right? Yeah, so paradise for, for me, October has just always stood out as this is this is sports heaven. I'm kind of in the October mode myself. With that, you know, I you get your auto racing in there too, don't you? I do get my auto racing in there as well. Uh, it's funny because I always think about the Masters and stuff in April. I think about baseball in April. I think about maybe the down the stretch for the NBA and then you get the draft you get the draft NHL playoffs kicking off April's real good too April I you know those are when I when I think of those months like October April the two I always think about and honestly January with NFL playoffs you get a big couple of college football bowl games bowl games you get the you get NBA is the national championship starting to crank up after the new year the NBA cranks up so there's a lot to like about the month of January as well. Not bad. Uh, so I don't know. I think it's fun. This is this is a particularly special March, though. I think with with the WBC and all the stars that you're seeing playing baseball right now is super super fun. Even though there is a guy, I believe in Houston, who's attending some games that is trying to ruin the WBC for everybody. And here's just a small little snippet of what he's doing for nine innings at a time. And he draws a leadoff walk. Okay, oh. that is uh, that is an air horn of sorts. Sounds and like a car horn that he brought in. I know, and that's on Get the broadcast. The move, move can, it. I'm like, dude, can you imagine being at that game? Even just trying to consume that game from your couch, you go, no. do I have to mute this? Somebody's going to have to put him in a full Nelson. People you are know, upset at this guy. A, a citizen has to take this into their own hands. That is worse than the Vuvuzelas that were at the World Cup in South Africa in 2010. Yeah, the, the what? The vuvuzelas. Vuvuzelas. What's the vuvuzelas? It's Horns. the long horn. The like, oh, okay, yeah. similar. But there was like quite. thousands of those. Yeah, in in the stadiums in South Africa, the World Cup. Yeah, yeah driving people on TV crazy. Got to be a rule against that, man. I don't not know, it, not no, not for that World Cup. It wasn't. No, but for this this World Baseball. Yeah. Classic, oh, for the World Baseball. Well, no, I mean, like I mean, really, any have you any ever seen? Have you ever seen? Event. Have you seen games like in Taiwan and Japan in them? Like they're like the horns and stuff, the drums. That's just that's more part of their vibe. Yeah, it's it's what makes the game like kind of interesting. The chants, it's almost a soccer atmosphere. These baseball games. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I would say not for me on that one. The yeah. international fans demand to not only watch the game but be the band. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They want to be. They want to band s- on the run. They want to take the attention away from the game and right. themselves. I think so. Yeah. Very look at me, Louie. Okay, let's go March Madness style. What is the Big Twelve doing? They are. They're taking this March Madness and specifically this Big Twelve tournament. They're taking it up a notch. Okay, and it starts with their no nights off 
Big 12 men's basketball anthem. Here is 30 seconds. Tell me, are you in or out on this? Welcome to the Big 12, where every night's a battle till the end. The energy in T-Mobile Center on average is a 10. No other conference in this country's got this passion for a win. Sites are cold, never mission is get a win. Our goals are final four or better. Every team is full of harder, and every game is packed with pressure. It's number right through 11, Kevin will be our team leader. That is pure shots fired at the NBA's load management right there. Yeah. I just want to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, but people are crapping on the song. I kind of think it's a banger. I like it. And Lucius, I like do, I like. Do we, go ahead. Lucius, do we have the SEC? Didn't you play the SEC? Oh. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. Oh, man. <laughs> that's yeah. SEC. <laughs> Got a big old fish on my line. <laughs> uh, I do like the SEC version. It just means more in the SEC. I think the key on a good hype song, though, is around 25, 30 seconds or something yeah. like that. Just don't make me go two minutes. They nailed that with yeah. the 30 seconds. In, out. But they're going all Big 12 championship. Uh, which is starting today through the 12th at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, they're making this an an entertainment extravaganza, okay? Because what they're doing here, they're busting out Fat Joe is going to be performing, DJ Diesel, yes, that is Shaquille O'Neal, will be performing. You'll have... uh, Fushnikin's going to be there? I don't know. I I haven't confirmed that yet. Jabberwockies? Jordan Sparks (laughs) is doing the national anthem. And I think my favorite part, we'll all agree on this, and this is what would, would make me try to find a way to Kansas City. They are doing a specific menu item for every single Big 12 program. And I don't know wow. how they came up with each one, what the affiliation with each menu item is to the school, but you're going to get like the Baylor float where if you're at the Big 12 championship, you can get the Baylor float, vanilla ice cream and Dr Pepper. Love it. So it's a Texas twist there. Uh you can get the Iowa State Cyclones tenderloin. Kaiser bun, breaded pork tenderloin, sliced onion, sweet and spicy that's pickles. That's the item. Hold the onion and pickle. Okay. But yeah, that's the item right there. I'm kind of thinking now that we need to take a trip to Kansas City for food reviews. I think I'm so, I'm in too. on this, bro. <laughs> I mean, Jayhawks now, mac and cheese. bag hits the KC. <laughs> yeah. Every other week we're on the road. I guess next week we're on out of here. There we go. Dude, Jayhawks mac and cheese is... Mac and cheese, as you know it, topped with smoked pulled pork and a signature barbecue sauce and crispy fried onions. You can get a Wabash Cannon Dog for K-State. Bacon-wrapped jumbo hot dog topped with wildcat purple relish. What? Wabash. Storman from Norman, Oklahoma taco. Fry bread topped with ground beef, lettuce, tomato, onions, beans, chili, the whole nine. Pistol Pete's OSU fried corn, elote. Fried corn is really good. Give it to me. Bacon. Really good. I mean, crushed Doritos on that thing. TCU loaded tots. TCU loaded tots. And this is interesting. Tater tots. Spicy queso sauce or queso sauce. Hmm. Chopped house smoked brisket. Pico de gallo. Hmm. Topped with horn frog purple sour cream. Looks like Barney had something to do with this. We, 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 ju- we just, we just uh, lost topics. Gavin. We just lost Gavin. Well, your poo's going to look He weird. was all good until you said the purple sour cream. Longhorn mm. quesadilla, triple cheese, dilla, steak or chicken, burnt orange salsa. <laughs> purple sour sauce. cream? Yeah, purple, purple sour, sour cream. Yeah. Purple sour cream sounds like something that comes in a bag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you want yeah. that purple sour cream? Yeah. Childproof <laughs> bag. Tex uh, Mast Rider Burger, all beef patty, cheddar, fried onion ring, sweet pickled jalapenos, Red Raider barbecue sauce. West Virginia's got a Mountaineer roll going on with pizza stuff. And, I mean, dude, Big 12 championship, they are turning it up a whole other level right here.
the best time ever to be a sports fan when it comes to these in-stadium items or yeah. in-arena items. That's that's just delicious stuff. Best Doing it right. in college basketball. Okay, we got two down, three to go here in the G-Bag Nation. Uh, Andrew Lopez covers the Pelicans for ESPN. The Mavs are in New Orleans, and we'll discuss the game with him and uh, what we need to do to get a dub here in the G-Bag Nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.